Perhaps let's first start with what the Chief Justice Mokhweng Mokhweng had to say. He says um, that um, the oath of office is central to the freedom to follow the dictates of personal conscience and that MPs are required to swear allegiance to the country and the constitution, not their parties. Does this mean... Uh, that uh, you're swearing to uphold the dictates of the Constitution uh, supersedes that of the oath you make to being a member of a particular party. Yes, good evening, Chibisha. Um In a sense, it does. What the court was wrestling with was a challenge to figure out where does the primary responsibility lie when you're a member of parliament? Is it to your party or is it to the constitution? And they came out with a very clear answer, which was that it is to the constitution. They acknowledged that political parties are important players, quote-unquote, in the South African political system. They're particularly important because when you stand for parliament, of course, you don't stand for a particular constituency, you stand on a ticket, uh, a list system. And when we vote at elections, we vote for the party, not for individual members of parliament. But what the Constitutional Court was saying, notwithstanding that, and even though the the seat in parliament is, in a sense, owned by the party and not the individual MP, because the individual MP swears an oath of allegiance to the Constitution when he or she is sworn in, he or she, therefore, has to abide by that oath and follow the dictates and, if necessary, the conscience of that Constitution. So does it basically to, uh, you know, underline or rather illuminate who one is answerable to first, basically say that you are an MP to serve the people first and foremost before you serve the party and the instructions of your party? Well, that's right. You see, if, if it was simply the case that members of parliament must do what their political masters in the party, their leadership, tell them, then there would be very little point in having parliament because the numbers would determine that the majority party, the ANC, would win because their members would remain loyal on all issues. Now, one of the points that was made in the Constitutional Court hearing was that there are different types of parliamentary activity. There's the lawmaking process, but there's also the oversight role. And what the court was saying in its uh, judgment, that when it comes to the oversight role, then the duty to follow the Constitution is particularly important. After all, Section 102, which is the no-confidence vote uh, procedure, um, would be pointless if all of the members of the ruling party, the majority party, simply followed their party line and supported their leader. There'd be no point in having the vote even. It would be determined in advance. So it would be rendered nugatory, to use the legal expression. And so what the court was saying was to make that section meaningful and to make the vote meaningful, there should be a secret ballot when the occasion and when the circumstances uh, demand it. Mm. Uh, so what uh, Jackson Mtemba and even the Secretary General had said last year is that no ANC member in Parliament is a free agent. And Gweta Matesh is specifically saying that you can't talk about a conscience vote, especially when you're talking about party matters. So basically they're saying they do have a right to discipline their members for ill discipline because there's a party line that you have to turn. It was made very clear. Politically, I suppose they have to say things like that because their job is to try and hold the complicated creature that is the ANC together. And unity is a very important part of any uh, any kind of political uh, strategy. So I understand that uh, political imperative, but they're running now against the grain of the Constitution and moreover the specific words of the Constitutional Court. And were the ANC now to discipline members of Parliament, 
for voting uh, against their president in the secret ballot, I think they would run into some significant legal difficulties. First and foremost, this was a secret ballot. So how on earth can they build a case against Mm. an individual MP on the basis that he or she voted with the opposition if it was a secret ballot? That's what I want to ask. Okay, you can finish that train of thought. Well, secondly, the point I've already made, which the court has made it clear that individual MPs, particularly when it comes to executive accountability and the no-confidence vote uh, in relation to a president, should vote according to their conscience and their, and their loyalty to the, to the Constitution and not to their party. If somebody serves at the behest of the president, meaning the president has a right to choose whom he wants uh, uh, to serve with him or alongside him, can somebody legally challenge their being, uh, quote unquote, fired because of how they voted in parliament? And can the party prove uh, unequivocally, given the secrecy, the secret nature of the ballot, that that person did vote in that way and use it as justification for firing them? Well, I think that's the, the problem here. Uh, unless an individual MP is willing to to say I I voted with the opposition against the president, uh, there would be a real problem around approving the issue. It would basically have to be an admission that the ballot was not secret after all. Um, And, of course, the the Speaker is under duty to reassure members of Parliament that it was. In fact, an important point here, Sabita, is the role of the Speaker. She, as your introductory clip showed, uh, was very strong and clear in what she said on the Monday before the vote in saying that my duty is to members of Parliament. I have to exercise my discretion uh, in favour of, of, of them so that they feel that they can vote freely uh, and fairly uh, and not worried about any reprisal or retribution that they before them. And she said, she picked her words carefully, but she essentially said that it would be probably illegal for any action to be taken against a member of Parliament who voted in any way Uh, at all, on either side, uh, in the secret ballot that ensued the next day. Thank you very much, Richard Callender.